welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to be here to be talking sister swaps. Very fun. We're talking both of the sister swap movies today. And I'm film critic Rita Wagner and Mel and Dory are here from all the Phil's podcasts. Hi. Is Hello, it my turn everyone. To speak? I say? Okay. I wasn't sure it was time yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both of you for coming and talking with us. Uh, and it's going to be really fun to talk about these two movies. And yeah, it, what you might not know behind the scenes is that, so this, these movies are set in Utah and I just faced the Utah winter full force. <laughs> you just lived the last 10 minutes of sister swap Christmas in the city. That's right. <laughs> Except you didn't end up at a part at a dance party. So yeah, I was sorry. at a screening about 30 minutes from my house and I came out of the screening and it was crazy blizzard. So <laughs> And I'm not the best when it comes to winter driving. So I was like, but I made it home alive. All's well that ends well. (laughs) We're glad you made it back. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We're in in Los Angeles where it rained all day. And the most rain I think we've had, I don't know, in my my history. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was almost like winter. Almost. It was cold. It felt cold. My yeah. heat's been out all week, so I've been huddled. Oh dear! Wild, wild anyway, times. wild times. So, Good yeah. times. Christmas. <laughs> Woo. Oh my gosh, Mel is uh, struggling. Keep I'm struggling. Can you thoughts. tell? I'm Keep struggling. her in your thoughts. <laughs> I I'm moving this week to Maine oh from Los Angeles gosh. to Maine. I'm packing up my entire apartment. I'm also working and it's like a really stressful, you know, it's always really stressful that like last week before break where they want everything. It really is. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. And, and, uh, yeah, that's moving is like the worst. I hate it so much. I don't recommend it. Oh man. (laughs) Two thumbs down. Cross country move. But not just the Salt Lake city from (laughs) one hour outside Havenwood. I don't remember where they were from. Something like that. Right. (laughs) Is yeah, it a Hazel, real place? Hazelwood? Hazel, Hazelwood? No, I don't think Hazelwood is. Obviously Salt Lake is, but I don't think <laughs> Hazelwood is. Salt Lake is real? <laughs> yeah. I've Crazy. been to the Madison, as we'll, we'll talk about, I've been to the Madison many oh, times. That's real? It's not called the Madison. Oh, okay. That's a visual effect. That sign is Ooh. not real. Uh, High tech. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, it's called the, the Tower Theater is what it's called. And Ooh. it's it's a pretty i'm not sure how old the tower theater is but if you come to sundance uh you will you, you might be able to get to go to a screening at the tower theater it's a really fun theater and they really do have the crying room i was wondering i was like is that a thing that i'm just not aware of that's like in all theaters because i've never seen that before yeah i don't know what time frame it kind of came uh, when it was installed but uh but yeah it was for like if people had crying babies they could take oh <laughs> i babies. thought it was for people that were having emotional outbursts <laughs> yeah i thought it was for employees who yeah. needed a break yeah it's like when you're a waitress there's definitely yeah. a crying room yeah well yeah. i probably serve both purposes <laughs> <laughs> why did they just call it baby room anyway whatever yeah it's more it's more creative, I guess, is crying. Yeah, room. I guess. Well, you wouldn't need to take, you only need to take them in there if they are crying. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's. That's true. I guess you could just <laughs> nurse right there in the theater. Yeah. It's not against the rules. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, 
that was fun to see. And if you ever watched the movie Brigsby Bear, which is a movie I love, <laughs> um, that movie's also filmed in Utah, right by where I live, and also features the Tower Theater in that movie. So it's all over the place. Nice. I love that it's real. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea either. Yeah. And I think, I'm not sure for sure, but I think that her parents' restaurant is an ice, is actually an ice cream store uh that's just up the street from the it's a gelato store actually that's just up the street from uh from the tower theater i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure and so much inside information i love that (laughs) yeah that was to be honest was probably my favorite part of the movie this movie and the sister and of course the williams sisters but uh the is it was fun for me to be like oh i know where that is i know where that is i know where that is what about that house? That cool house. Yeah. It was, it was all the ivy, window. all the yeah. ivy coming down or whatever. Yeah, that was, cool. they had, yeah, they had a couple of cool houses. I think those are also close to the tower that the tower theater is just down the street from the um, University of Utah. So it's like a big kind of college oh, okay. hangout kind of place. And, and especially during the summer, they have uh, midnight uh, movies. And I, I've been there for a number of ones. I went and saw Kira there, which is really cool. I went and saw, they had a back to the future marathon, um, there, which I, I saw. so they have a lot of sort of revivals and fun stuff. I saw, um, point break at the tower. That was really fun. <laughs> Stanford, um, Cause I love point break. And, uh, so yeah, it's a neat, it's a neat place. There's a really good pizza place called the pie that's right there also by the tower theater. And, uh, it's a really fun, like basement pizza place. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like a college town kind of area. Hmm. Nice. So, oh, backstory. <laughs> I love it. There's also just up the street. There's this place called Maza, which is the most delicious Mediterranean food you've ever had. It's so good. And they have this one dip that's like a red pepper dip. Oh, it's like the it starts with an M. It's like Mata Matura. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love that stuff. <laughs> that stuff's so good. It's so good. So yeah, that What's gives you a little backstory. I'm seeing that I'm just gonna be offending cultures. So <laughs> I shouldn't try. I want to say it's my favorite. No, it's a long name genre. It starts food. with an M. It starts You're with right. an M. It has lots of letters in it. It's it's red pepper and delicious you know the dip it's so yeah yeah big fan anyway (laughs) yeah so what i guess were you excited going into this with this whole concept of doing these two combined movies what did you think dory i was super excited i thought the concept sounded really cool um and of course i'm obsessed with ashley williams so i was very very excited going into this um and to have kimberly williams back in the fold it's been a while since she's has she been in one of these before hasn't she the was there one with um well she was on the christmas train a train i knew it was some mode of transportation so she hasn't really done anything since then right well since she did darrow darrow which i loved that series that was so good yeah but not for christmas yeah for christmas let me see um she was 
Oh, she was on the Nashville Christmas Carol. She was one of the ghosts. Oh, remember that? Oh. Yeah, she wasn't in it that long, but uh, she was in that. She was also in the Christmas Chronicles movies on Netflix. She was the That's mom. That's right. She was the mom. Yeah. So she's kept herself pretty busy, but yeah, we're really glad to have her back. Right. We want to welcome her back to Mm -hmm. Hallmark. She's as a lead. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they just have an incredible relationship that I really admire because I, I don't know, like my, my, I have three sisters and we get along well, but I, I don't know. We're not like, best friends like they are like I I really admire that like we're fine we have no problems with each other but just this like super close like relationship Mm -hmm. I I I kind of a little bit jealous I have to say of the two of them they that's just really special not every sibling dynamic is like that listen I got one sister and same you know what I mean (laughs) like we're fine but we're not as I was telling Dora the other day we're not putting bows on each other's heads and I can't think of like one inside joke that we still have, you know, now that we don't like live together in the same house. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and two of my sisters are way younger than me. One mm-hmm. is 10 years younger than me and one is uh, 18 years younger than me. So that's, mm-hmm. it's in a, a little bit dynamic, but, but, uh, but yeah, I, it's a really special thing that they have. Yeah. I don't have a sister, but man, these movies made me want one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. We're talking about the first one, the Sister Swap, a hometown holiday. And this is like the country one. The other one's supposed to be like the city one. And this is Kimberly's movie. I guess what was your overall thoughts about this one? The uh, the, the first uh, one? hometown holiday, yeah, the first one. And I loved it. I was charmed through the mm-hmm. whole thing. I, um, I you know I worked at a lot of movie theaters in my life, and a lot of them were like the small one room, like one theater theaters. Mm-hmm. And I know we've seen a lot of movies like you know Save the Theater on Hallmark, but for some reason this one really really made me nostalgic like made me think of all the best things about being in a theater (laughs) like when it's empty you know after everyone leaves and just like how it is really like an exciting nice little bubble of people who love film and are just excited to be there and excited to be part of that world even though they're getting paid five dollars and eating popcorn for dinner but um 
so I and I loved the romance in this one. I thought this one, and it's hard for me now to talk about it without comparing it to the other one, you know, just as its own thing. Yeah. This one felt really fleshed out. The world felt really fleshed out. I was just in that I like I loved the Christmas party with the parents, the tree lighting. I loved that her parents, I loved her the, the actors who played her parents. I loved the son and his relationship with his grandfather with like the, the light up bow tie. It's really cute. I love how the son was like very nerdy and earnest, you know, like, which I don't know if a lot of teenage boys are, but um, it was very sweet. Yeah. I loved all the flashbacks with Kevin Nealon, the uncle Dave, I think uncle Dave, right? Yep. I mean, I loved it. I was charmed. What did you think, Dory? this one I loved overall. it too I really liked it um I thought that Kimberly Williams Paisley was so charming and cute and adorable um I loved the theater aspect of it too and when I watched it I'm usually not a big fan of save the whatever um you know I've watched a lot of Hallmark movies in my day so that storyline can get old very quickly but I really liked it. I love old theaters. And so, I mean, I like cheered when they got the projector working that first time. And I just thought it was really sweet. Um, I loved the family and I loved the sister split screen when one of them's in the city and one of them's in town and they're, you know, on the phone. I really liked it. I liked the romance. I love some former, you know, debate team um <laughs> rivals falling in love I thought that was great I was just really excited to see it and I really really enjoyed it they are loving on the debate team uh, r- r- uh romances this year with you know you had an open by Christmas <laughs> oh yeah I for- oh yeah I forgot about that that they were I'm here team. for it I yeah. love it <laughs> The, the love, the, the uh, long lost love over debate. I feel like mm. that's probably pretty accurate to, to a lot of Hallmark viewers or they're not into sports. They're into debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. So it's like the original, what, haters to lovers or enemies to yeah. lovers. Yeah, right. Haters to lovers. Haters to lovers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Haters to lovers. That's great. Yeah, I do think that this, this one was the stronger of the two. I, I thought that they had better chemistry, Ooh. Mark and Kimberly, than Ashley and Keith had, personally. Uh, and I just liked the story better. You know, one was a party planning movie and one was a save the, and I guess I liked the, the save the theater better than the party planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think either were terrible. I just think this was the better of the two, uh, of the of the two. Uh, but yeah, it starts out with them deciding they're going to kind of switch switch places and kind of do each other's jobs in a way uh, to help each other out. And uh, and we we get a lot of these sort of Easter eggs that then you see in both movies, which was fun. Like you see uh, Meg playing the tuba in this first movie. At the beginning, they see her out there. And, uh, and then later on we see her, that's the meet cute in the second movie is her with the tuba, uh, breaking things and <laughs> getting out of control. 
Uh, so I thought that that was fun part. You also see her in the hat store with the tuba and buying the hats. I, I've never heard of Christmas hats before, aside from a Santa hat. But <laughs> I feel like, isn't it a British thing, like of the crown? Or am yeah. I just making that up? Or is that a New Year's thing? I could be making that all up. I don't know if it's a Christmas thing. And I mean, I know they wear they wear hats more. <laughs> in, just in general. In <laughs> Um, so probably they wear them at Christmas. I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, for like weddings and stuff, I think it's a tradition to wear hats in England, but, uh, but yeah, that was fun. Like the hattery and everything like that. Uh, and so then they decide, so uncle Dave has passed away and that was kind of a shock. And she was planning on going to Paris with him. Ashley Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley was planning on going, I guess they go every single year to Paris and I thought they handled that all very well. That was very like tender and sweet and, and, uh, they're, you know, they're re- remembering their uncle and, and it was just very tender and close. If you felt like it had just happened, uh, for all of them, either for their mother, for, for everybody. For sure. Yeah. everyone was grieving and and the yeah. theater was like the representation of him like his hopes mm-hmm. and dreams and life and joy yeah that all felt very like authentic to me that kind of first holiday without someone that you really love um i think they all conveyed kind of how difficult it can be and wanting to honor that holiday if you have good memories of the person and that holiday um, but kind of struggling to, to be happy and to feel, you know, holiday cheer when you miss them so much. I, I, I appreciated the kind of grief storyline through both movies and especially in Ashley's in the second one, it's a lot more pronounced in that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I think with theaters having had, were closed for so long last year, I think the nostalgia for the theaters, at least for those of us who love movies, uh, is, is very like poignant still there. In fact, the, the tower theater didn't open back up until October. So it's, it's brand new. So they were filming this when it was closed. So, well, I'm sure they appreciated the location fee. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. And uh, then we also had, so their mother was played by Anna Holbrook, who is a friend of the Williams sisters. I, they were saying on, uh, I forget where they were saying, but that she was a, almost like a second mother to them. Very, very close. She's up. best friends with her, their mother who has since passed. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was very sweet. They had good chemistry. I agree with you that the parents were nice. The casting was good. I liked the, uh, the son. He was good. And I, got, I kind of liked the fact that he was, was pro moving. You know, you didn't have, like, he was excited about it. he's like, I don't want to go back. Yeah. He's like, forget <laughs> that old life. There's like yeah. girls here who are interested in me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't usually get that with, you know, sort of sulking teenagers. <laughs> in these kinds of stories but i liked simon i thought he was cool yeah it's kind of she they have the initial movie night kimberly williams paisley yeah 
yeah that they try to set up it it's nothing goes right and uh, so this is going to be the first movie night back they're trying to use the old projector trying to uh there's no heat no and and i guess it was a tradition to do christmas cartoons uh at the madison and uh and then they uh everything goes wrong in this first first attempt the um the projector goes goes out and uh so they have a problem and uh they are able to get everybody to come back again for a second second movie night where they find the uh the projector in the crying room (laughs) so yeah brand new one yeah the crying room saves the day (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so all of that was was like fun and you know well done and uh and then uh, they had lots of little like activities and they have the ornament painting activity which i thought was fun the little girl was very cute I thought Mark Declan's. Oh yeah, daughter. she was great. Especially when they were talking, like she and the son had the conversation about grief, about mm-hmm. missing their loved ones. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah, and I thought that Mark Declan was a good man with many jobs. I said they love these, you know, on Hallmark because they like it felt like he was doing something different in every single scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and it and was I- hard for me to wrap my head around what exactly his job was. I was like, he's the yeah. mayor. <laughs> what is he? <laughs> yeah, Whatever, yeah right? he's, he's he was, the mayor but he's also like a handyman renovating things <laughs> yeah. I don't isn't he know. busy being a mayor seems like a <laughs> hard job i thought that he was on like the the preservation council yeah. or something like oh, that maybe he was on some kind of preservation committee i'm not sure he was the mayor <laughs> <laughs> i didn't write down that he was the he's, mayor but he could have been he's but the yeah, mayor he of my totally, heart yeah <laughs> He was totally a man with many jobs, like wherever, I mean, the most man with many jobs that they ever had in Hallmark was Paul Green in Christmas in Angel Falls. Literally every scene, he's a a different job in that movie Uh, because it's the ultimate contrast to the bad man of business who's like obsessed with work, you know, Mm -hmm. so you have this other guy who's like, I'm just, you know, helping my community. Yeah. have the Christmas festival and that looked pretty fun. The, the dad is playing in the band. And I, yeah, he was really good. Mm-hmm. He was the best tree lighting band of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tree lighting was awesome. I wanted to be there. They yeah. were having a good old time. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was kind of nice that they had a character in a wheelchair that was just like not a thing. It was just a normal person, as as of course yeah, they would just, be. Just dad. Yeah, I liked that. That was nice casting. Um, they, so they're in the theater and he says that, well, I had a crush on another girl and then they have a pretty big kiss in this, in right in the middle of the movie. Love a movie makeout, love (laughs) a movie theater makeout here for it. Reliving their, or reclaiming their high school days when he couldn't get the girl and now he's got the girl loved it. A plus. Do you remember the scene where they're announcing the movie and I think Kimberly Williams Paisley is up there and she says, how many people had your first date here? And then she said, how many people are on a first date right now? And like a couple raised their hand. I was like, are you kidding me? I'd be running to the crying room. I'd be so embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be outed like that. That's so awkward. Mel and the infants in the crying room. (laughs) Yeah. Be like, bah. 
I mean, you can always tell when someone's on a first date. It's I know oh, hilarious, but the best thing to do is just pretend like you don't notice. Whereas, yeah. you know, every busybody in that theater was coming up to them after like, how's it going kids? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you all be? I just can't. I can't. Well, yeah. And I, I, I've said this before, but I don't feel like the movie date is a great first date. No, it's never a good date. No. Cause well, cause you're not, there's no connection there. You're just staring yeah. at a screen for two hours. Like um, this would be better because it's at least like there's more thought going into it where it's like a special event, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's shorts too, which would help make it, you know, easier to talk. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just feel like you, it's just awkward because you're just sitting there and you don't have any t- chance to like talk. And so I don't know, it's not a great first date. And I tell you, I went on a first date to see Birdman. It was like the worst. Oh, no, my life. no, no. <laughs> it's no. the worst. I don't like we, that movie. <laughs> No, we never, I mean, we never went out again. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It was terrible. painful. Yeah. Painful. It's, anyway. It's, it's, I mean, I say if the, if you are going to go do the dinner in a movie, you should do the movie and then dinner because then you have, you can talk about the movie at dinner gives you something to, you know, to talk about. Uh, especially on a first date. So that's the only sure. way to do it if you are going to do it. But that's a pretty long date. That's I was about a big to commitment. say, that really is long such date. a big time commitment. I am a first date coffee. Oh. Let's <laughs> let's ast- let's figure out what's going on here yeah. before uh, we go any further. So yeah. they have a, another near kiss, but then the little girl interrupts them. Uh, but you know, we are getting, I think in homework, we are getting more of these kisses in the middle of the movie, which I'm a fan of in the, min- in the middle of their films. Yeah. So that, that, that makes me happy. I know. I mean, I always appreciate like a kiss before a confession of undying love, you know, it <laughs> just makes more sense that way. <laughs> a kiss and then a proposal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to kiss. Oh, no, it's usually proposal, proposal then the kiss. Yeah. 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 And so then Meg and Joe appear in this movie and uh, they're, then Jennifer gets kind of mad because she's upset uh, about what's going on at the, that the, we the find out in the next movie that the yeah. chef had quit. And so now they're looking for another chef. And then there's this, um, so she ends up going back to Salt Lake at the food of this. There's this, um, it's like a food cart, um, like a yeah, food like farmer's market guy. And that they, she really likes the food. And so she tries to get the, him as, as their chef. And uh, they- Didn't take much convincing. Yeah. No, <laughs> I guess it was really good food. They're talking and they say, you know, what, how, do we want to talk about what happened yesterday and everything with the kiss? And, you know, Eric says, well, the distance and time. Uh, and he says, I don't, and she says, I don't, she says, I don't know if I'm ready for a new relationship. So, uh, you know, I, I've always, I've been saying lately that I'm a little tired of the, we don't live near each other. Therefore we're going to not pursue the relationship because I just feel like if you were really in love, like what job is worth like giving up, like, uh, uh, like a promising relationship, like, I just, I don't know, maybe, I just feel like there's so many ways that you can communicate now and so many ways that you could keep things going until you figure out a solution that like giving up because you don't have to live in the same state does not work for me very well as a, as a conflict. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess I've just been in too many relationships that ultimately went nowhere. So, <laughs> so maybe I would take Give it a job. shot. You know, what do you got to lose? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so then the, uh, the Simon, he gives a piece to the Christmas village. So that's the thing that Megan is, the Meg is doing is uh, for her parents giving this uh, Christmas village with the Madison being a part of it. And uh, that was sweet. That was fun. And Eric says, if things were different, I'd be ready for us. Then Jennifer decides, well, maybe I should just live here. <laughs> maybe I'd be happier here. And as uh, Simon's like, I would want to live here. And he does that um, home movie uh, with me- memories of their uncle, yeah. which was very sweet. It was very sweet. And then the sisters do their little dance, their little choreographed dance. And that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they decide we should go into business together. And then we get a Eric and Jennifer kiss at the end in front of the, and we get in front of the Madison. So there we go. And scene. And then we're like, that's it. Oh, but is it? (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was confused at the end of the uh, second movie. They said, uh, this is the end or is it? And, uh, or something to that effect. So I'm like, I guess we're getting more of these. I'll, I'll bring him on. We better yeah. be getting more of these. <laughs> Sisters in Paris. Yeah. Yes. So how many crowns out of five would you give this one? Sister Swap a hometown holiday. Five. Five. Wow. Yeah. Five. <laughs> I gave a five to a kiss before Christmas with James Denton, Terry Hatcher. I thought that was so oh, really. Good. I haven't I watched that one, that one. Yeah. I should watch it. I really enjoyed it. What about you, Dory? What do you what do you give it? I also give it a five. I already watched this twice, friends. Oh, look at that. Look yeah. At that. Well, I'm gonna seem like a meanie then because I'm gonna give it a 3.5. The reason why I give this movie a 3.5 is because if I think I liked the concept more than the actual execution. Because if you take out the sister swap element of this movie the story that's actually happening is extremely run-of-the-mill pedestrian hallmark movie save the theater and then party planning that we've seen so many times and i just kept as i was watching i was like i want to be loving this more than i am it's a perfectly serviceable hallmark movie but i don't know i just feel like if you took out that sister swap element which is unique and different this the actual story was average to me but i i still overall enjoyed it but not as much as you did which is great we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the hallmarkies merch store full of festive designs by artists like jessica miller carrie from hallmark comics and more You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Let's talk about the next one, the Christmas in the city. 
And this one is about Meg's character. So she goes to the city, goes to big old metropolitan Salt Lake City, (laughs) which is very exciting. And uh, do you think that four is the perfect number of marshmallows? (laughs) That's not enough marshmallows. That part was confusing to me. I'm like, are we talking the little marshmallows or the big marshmallows? I think they're talking big marshmallows. Okay, that makes more sense. I prefer a small marsh. I like small marshmallows in my hot chocolate and i like to load them up yeah um yeah if we want it like the little that's not enough that's good yeah, i mean no. it's like why bother right mm-hmm. but then we get the meet cute and the hattery between ashley uh, joe and mm-hmm. meg mm-hmm. and what did you two think about their chemistry did you like it better than i did the, i thought their chemistry i mean i prefer to talk about this movie as a whole if that's okay mm-hmm. is it okay i'm sorry yeah, sure. i just want to I, I, my thing about this movie was I loved, it had the power of Ashley Williams, which is a lot of power. She is charming as all get out. She's so funny and cute and bubbly. And the thing, the thing that I think this movie suffered from is having to be the second film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there were like the story, like the world wasn't as fleshed out and like the stories the stories that overlapped with the other movie, you know, I'm sure you remember they'd show like little scenes of them, but not the whole scene again. So I feel like if you were watching just this movie and you hadn't seen this first one, you would be really confused because everything would feel very abrupt and like not fleshed out. That's what I was like, but I also don't know how they get around that. You know, I mean, it's a really challenging concept that they chose. Um, And I do think they did it well, but I don't think the second one had a chance <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah it's hampered it's true and i mean i don't know it's just it's a i guess it's a party planning versus a save the you know story and uh, i don't know which one works the best it's, it's a tricky thing i mean I, you can tell that ashley yeah. ad-libbed a lot like there were a lot of jokes and even she pointing out like oh you don't think that's funny that was a joke <laughs> but it's but also i mean it's not even just that they're both two different types of stories because the second one wasn't able to be its own party planning on its own legs. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, it wasn't, it's like, it wasn't able to build that world because we weren't really, really living in that world. We were like bouncing back to see these half scenes to the other world and just like fleshing out those scenes from the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the only other movie uh, that I've seen like this is there's a there's a trilogy called the Colors trilogy, and it, they're totally not Hallmark movies. But but uh, there's one that's blue, one that's red, and one that's white. If you ever see them, the red and blue are good. The white is not good. But uh, but throughout all uh, three stories, they you'll see like they will come into contact briefly with one of the other characters from. It's kind of like Easter eggs. It's a similar concept. So this was, I mean, it was definitely tricky to write. I think that uh, that Ashley Williams' husband was involved with the writing in this as well. So that's kind of fun. I thought he was like the director. I could be wrong. He though. produced it. Produced um, it. And yeah. I think uh, Zach Hug wrote it, right? Yes, that's right. He wrote both of Love these. Him. Love yeah. him. Love him so much. Mm-hmm. He's great. He ends up going to the city ends up working at the restaurant and first joe's like kind of uh you know sort of frustrated by her he he doesn't want to you know make all her changes and uh he's kind of wants things to be more simple 
and she just keeps pushing him and pushing him. And, uh, you know, as they spend more time together, they develop, uh, their relationship and that was fun. I mean, little moments like where she says she's a professional herb taster and the guy's like, what, what's that? And she's like, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um, yeah. they also had Alex who, uh, was flirting with the farmer's market guy. Martin, yeah, that was I a fun reveal. That was fun because you you knew the farmer's market guy from the first movie, but you did not know that he had history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were a lot of really nice little moments between the two sisters, like when they're just wrapping presents and talking. I thought that was a nice, a nice little moment where they're encouraging each other. I thought it was fun. The whole scene where uh, Joe is buying mistletoe and he doesn't know that it's mistletoe. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks it's Holly. Mm-hmm. That was cute. That was cute. And uh, she she's big on the photo booths at a party. And, As uh, am I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked like a really fun party at the end. I'm, I'm, I was one of the, I was like, I want to be at that party. Yeah. yeah, it looked great. Yeah. And it was a fun kind of set piece to have them end up kissing in the photo booth. That was fun. That was a great kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like she that she said, initiated the it. Button. Yeah. yeah. It was cute. Yeah. And uh, so then Alex ends up going on a date and, and things. It, that was a, a whole cute plot line. And uh, they are trying to decide what they want to do as far as the party. And they end up moving the party from the first it's at the restaurant and then it's at the food bank. And then they move it a final time to the installation to the hotel uh, because they don't want to deal with snowstorms like I just faced. <laughs> also have uh, the chef, Victoria, um, that uh, is going to leave. And, uh, and so they have like a party for her, which was nice. The whole camaraderie between everybody at the restaurant was, was nice. She says, I love Salt Lake. Whatever is next for me is there. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> Salt Lake's great. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun and uh then the whole family ends up getting there for the party which i enjoyed and uh that frank ends up who is the diner from the beginning of the movie the regular yeah regular yeah he's gonna support the the party and also he reunites with his daughter which was very sweet yes yeah (laughs) And, uh, so then, uh, they say at the, they, we have the kiss, which was really fun. And, uh, then they have the end is just the beginning at, at the end. So that was very tantalizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. What would you give this one? What do you think, Mel? I'll give it 4.5. Okay. <laughs> and Dory. I'll also give it a 4.5, but I think I liked this movie more than you both did oh i like that um i i wasn't crazy like the reason i took off half a point was purely because of the party planning aspect it was a lot there was a lot of party planning and also like you're leaving the running of your restaurant to your sister um i don't know how i would feel about that yeah, but, who's not really in the restaurant? I guess she kind of is because they have the bakery. Well, they Whatever. have the family restaurant. So like, I kind of get it, but also mm-hmm. like she's in a whole new city and I don't know. But yeah. 
I got over that quickly (laughs) because I, you know, adore Ashley Williams. Yeah. But there were other aspects of this movie that I really loved and thought were great and thought were different and special. So I really liked the conversation that she had about her uncle in the Madison when they, when, um, they were like by the tree and they were talking about how they decorate a tree every Mm -hmm. year in the theater. And he hands her the, um, Eiffel tower ornament. And she's kind of thinking about all the things, you know, she's thinking about her relationship with her uncle and how much he meant to her. And you can tell that she's at a really pivotal point in her life when she could really use his guidance he seems to be someone that she really confided in and dealing with the loss of not just an uncle but of that person in your life really I don't know I resonated with that um and I also her character in this movie kind of reminded me of her character in October Kiss where she's basically just trying to find herself and feels very um confused about what direction she wants to go in and what she wants to do with her life. And she's kind of struggling with charting her own course, but also wanting to be in the same place and possibly in the same business as her sister. And I don't know, I just found all of that really relatable. Like those are questions I've asked myself too. Like what's next for me? What do I want to do from here? Like what what is, what is meant for me in this life? And I think that she was really kind of grappling with those questions and I appreciated it. Um, love that we had an interracial couple. Thank you. Love that we had a gay couple in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here for the diversity and I just thought that this movie had some more kind of emotional parts that I really appreciated. And Ashley Williams is like such a great actress. I think her, I mean, what she conveys with her face. Yes, she is um, bubbly and giddy and adorable. But in those moments, like when she and her sister got in that fight, I felt that way more acutely in this movie, seeing it from her perspective than I did in the first movie. That's true. So yeah, I think there's a lot about this that I kind of appreciated and related to. And when she was thinking about her next steps in life, she was just kind of going back in her mind and thinking of all the advice that her uncle had given her. I I don't know. I just thought it was really nice and it really struck a chord with me. You know, I think obviously everyone's different. And I mean, I just think for me, I, um, the storytelling in this one still resonated with me, even with the party planning, even with the issues, right? Like, yes, some of the scenes did seem abrupt looking at it from her perspective. And I get that it was very complicated what they were trying to do. Um, So I got over those things. And I also am so here for taking chances with storytelling. Like no matter how people feel about this movie, I'm so glad that they both got made. I'm so glad that Hallmark took a chance and I hope that they keep taking these chances. And I also think this movie, both of these movies are way better than a lot of the movies we've watched this year um, across several networks. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna call anyone out yeah. and I'm not gonna name any names, but I mean, 
I thought these were really well done and I thought that the concept was so special and I'm so happy for everyone who was involved. So sorry, that was a very long winded. No, um, I'm glad (laughs) that you did. I needed to be said appreciate that they tried something different and if they're going to keep going, then, you know, this, a lot of times it takes, you know, like pilots of shows and stuff are usually not that good. It takes a, a, a while to kind of, it takes a couple tries to kind of get it perfect. And I feel like that's what, they can do with this, you know, is that they can keep making it, they just have a, like a solid, decent start and then they can keep making it even better. Yeah. I hope that this is an opening to do more movies like this with them. Mm -hmm. And I also wish that they had premiered them one night and then a second night. Um, yeah, I agree. And back, I think, almost more back to back. You mean yeah, like Saturday yeah. and Sunday or Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or even premiere it as a double feature. I think that I wonder what the experience would have been if we mm-hmm. all watched the Both first the and second marathon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that they do more of these and I'm glad that Hallmark took the chance and did it. Like, I'm just here for some different storytelling, you yeah. know, like, all the little, I loved seeing the scenes from a different perspective. And I thought, I think it's so intricate, the things that they had to do and very challenging. Mm -hmm. And so I agree, Rachel, I think now that they've done it, they've done this first, almost like a test. It's almost like a test case, you know, to see how it goes. I hope that they can keep building upon this because I mean, this has got to be a gold mine for Hallmark. Like, the Williams sisters are everything. So I hope that they keep this going and I hope that we get more. And they're both very, it seems committed to mm-hmm. inclusion and diversity. So I'm here for that. I just hope that they keep this going. I really yeah. appreciate what the, um, what the entire team did with these movies. Yeah. You know, Kimberly Williams, Paisley and Brad Paisley, they run one of those stores. Like they were talking about yeah. at the end of the food bank, they like have a, like a free food store basically. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. It is really cool. Yeah, I did love that. I loved the whole food bank aspect of it and making the store. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But thank you so much to both of you for talking about these movies with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, and where can people find you and your podcast? Or where you find podcasts, which are what? Spotify, (laughs) Apple. All the the name of our podcast now. All the feels, an unauthorized (laughs) Hallmark movie podcast. We have a we have a Twitter account. Mm, All the feels pod. pod, Yep. We have a Facebook page that I do not maintain well. So I I would suggest Twitter if you are on the medias, the social medias. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you very much for both coming. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. Please check that out. Also, make sure that you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. I would really, very much appreciate it on both of our podcasts. That would be amazing. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our merch store, which has tons of fun, festive designs. Please take a look at that. And we have our patron group, which we have watch alongs. And we're doing a watch along with director David Weaver this week, uh, where we are, I think it's actually going to be on the day of this episode comes out. 
we're going to be watching Christmas Town, uh, which is one I really enjoyed. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And any tier level can participate in the watch along. So please take a look at that. And uh, thanks so much, ladies. I really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. Woo. Bye.